This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Pentagon is quickly bringing its top digital specialists together under one new organization. The Chief Digital and Artificial Intelligence Office reached full operational capability on June 1st. It is one of the bigger organizational mergers in recent Defense Department history. For more, we're here. We're joined by Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Hey, Justin. Hey, Jared. So what does it mean now that the CDAO, which, again, is a brand new organization, has now reached FOC? Well, it means they can talk about it at a little bit more length, and it actually means that these offices that are coming together have kind of shed their previous monikers and are now really coming out under the CDAO banner. Uh, there was a DOD Digital and AI Symposium last week where multiple officials from this new organization really spoke about the goals here. And of course, the office merges the Joint Artificial Intelligence Center, the Defense Digital Service, the Office of the Chief Data Officer, and the Advancing Analytics or Advana platform that originated in the DoD Comptroller's office. So a lot of sort of innovative organizations, a lot of them relatively new, coming together under this one banner. Margie Palmieri is the deputy CDAO. She was most recently special assistant to the vice chief of naval operations and founding director of the Navy Digital Warfare Office. She compared the new office and this coming together of as kind of a major merger and acquisition activity in industry. Companies go into mergers and acquisitions to be competitive, and that's exactly what the Department of Defense is doing. We are increasing our competitive advantage by bringing these different groups together. And for the first time, you know, in in my career of over 15 years in in government at this point, all the right levers of change and, and influence are coming into play in the CDAO. And again, that's Margie Palmieri. She's the Deputy Chief Digital and AI Officer at the Pentagon. And Justin, of course, a big part of standing up the CDAO, just like many new organization, has been staffing it up um, and getting the right people in place in the new leadership positions. Who have they got in place so far? Yeah, well, unsurprisingly, a lot of these these officials come from those predecessor organizations. For instance, instance uh, Clark Cully, he was previously DOD's Deputy Chief Data Officer, is now Deputy CDAO for Policy, Strategy, and Governance. Shrothi Pikar is the deputy CDAO for Acquisition and AI Assurance. She has been with the Jake and also at U.S. Cyber Command, among other Pentagon positions. Uh, Joe Larson is someone actually who's coming in from more of the outside. He's currently chief of Project Maven, and he's leaving the project to be deputy CDAO for Warfighter Support. Um, And then there's also Katie Olson. She was the deputy director of the Defense Digital Service. She's now Deputy CDAO for Digital Services. And and the DDS in particular excelled at bringing tech talent from outside government into DOD for temporary tours of duty to work on these high profile problems. And Olson says she thinks the CDAO can help scale that DDS model more widely. I think this experiment that is DDS is something that we we do want to scale. I mean, we've been a ragtag team of 50 to 60 people, give or take, for the past seven years. We should take that talent and figure out how to proliferate it across the department so we can solve even more problems. So I'm excited about being part of CDAO because I think it's an opportunity to replicate and scale the, the talent and that when you give smart people agency to do things, what can happen? And I think CDAO can be a great vehicle for that. And again, that's Katie Olson, the deputy CDAO for digital services. And then, Justin, at the very top of this new leadership structure in the CDAO's, CDAO's office is Craig Martell. What do we know about where he wants to take the organization? 
Yeah, he he. Well, he's coming in from commercial industry, and so I think he's coming in with this idea that he can help take some of those commercial best practices and and apply them to the the Defense Department's big challenges in the AI space. He was most recently head of machine learning for Lyft. Uh, he'd also worked as head of machine learning at Dropbox and led a number of AI teams and initiatives at LinkedIn. So very steeped in the the tech world, and he spoke with Eric Schmidt, the formal former Google CEO uh, during this this summit last week. And obviously, Schmidt has been hugely influential as chairman of the Defense Innovation Board and then chairman of the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence. And the two, the pair actually discussed the ideal business and contracting model for the CDAO. Here's what Schmidt told Martel. For you to be successful, you've got to find a way to build agile software in AI with the private sector, where you're not in a four or five year development requirement spec model. My guess is that at the end of the day, your success will be your own software people in the government, as well as essentially small firms where you're essentially contracting with a firm, but it's really one person, and then you'll have some priming. If you start with a full prime approach, you'll never get there. So that's Eric Schmidt, the former former Google CEO, telling Craig Martell, the, the very first chief digital and AI officer, essentially, don't go with big prime contracts, big programs uh, to start, at least, in, in what you're trying to do. Here's Craig Martell's response. It has to be some combination because we're not going to grow the talent fast enough to have all of the coders in government to do what we need to do, right? I mean, we're not we're not going to replicate even these agile new AI companies. If we have the authority to say you're sitting with us and you're our agile team, and you're going through the loop with us as we're building it, I, I think we have a greater chance of success. And again, that's Craig Martell, the chief digital and AI officer at the Pentagon. And, and Justin, a big piece of this that we haven't discussed is the digital workforce across the Defense Department. Historically, the CIO's office has not had a huge amount of leverage over that part of the whole IT and innovation enterprise. Is that going to change under this new structure? Can we tell it all yet? Well, it remains to be seen whether they're going to be working directly on personnel policy. You know, th there was plenty of discussion about the need for training and education to really help. Uh, this idea, this mission of scaling AI and digital technologies across the Defense Department. And, and then there's also, of course, an emphasis on uh, recruiting more technology talent to come and work for DOD. And that's an area where organizations like the Defense Digital Service, as we discussed before, has had a lot of success, albeit on a relatively small scale. But they've used these this model of bringing in you know, experts from the private sector on temporary tours of duty Christy Creer has been working as the Human Resources Director at DDS, and now she's also moving over to work HR at the CDAO. She discussed how DDS's hiring model could really scale across the CDAO and maybe even more broadly. Most of the things that we do are, you know, absolutely relatable within your organization, with your HR teams as well. And absolutely bringing these best practices into the CDAO, I think will, will enable us to continue to hire this top technical talent and to reach these individuals that, you know, are, are so sought after out there in the tech industry. And again, that's Christy Creer, who's moving over to work as at Human Resources at the CDAO. All right. And we've been talking with Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday. Justin, thanks for the update. All right. Thanks, Jared. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. 
First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.